Right, will we will we crack on and see how we go, will we? Well, yes, just remember. Um, it's a long time ago. I'm sure that won't be anything like as efficient as your mum was, but I'll do my best. Yeah, but you, you don't need to be. Just, just you know, if you remember it, great. And if you don't, we'll, we'll move on. Simple as that. Okay. So I wanted to start off early, early days. And like, uh, first of all, there's a lot of things I don't know. So if the questions seem kind of silly or basic, apologies. But I'm just kind of interested as well. So the first one really is just, you know, where, where were you born? Like, what, what, where was the hospital? Uh, well, I was born at home. Uh, you didn't, in those days, you didn't go to hospital unless there was some problem or births were at home. And the uh, home was um, actually, that's, now you've made me think about that. I was born, I think, just let me study about this. From a, from a few months old, anyway, I lived in Pontefract. But I think perhaps I was born in Featherston, which is a little mining village a few miles out of Pontefract. But I moved, we moved to this semi-detached house in Pontefract when I, I think I was only a few months old, something like that. And um, I lived there all the time I was at home until I got married. It was your typical A-windowed, semi-detached house with a nice garden. And um, it was rented, but it was very nice. And that was, so you, you think that maybe you were in Federston for the first few months and then moved to Pontefract? Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, unlike Eileen, I can't check this because my sister, of course, died a couple of years ago. She was older than me. She would have been able to confirm a lot of things. But and my brother was is much younger than me, so but um, I, I I hadn't thought of it till you asked the question. But I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But I was virtually. In contract, but it certainly was at home. I wasn't born in hospital. And like you said, it sounds like everybody was born at home, right? Unless there was an issue. Oh, yes, you always had a midwife. Very good. And I should know this because I went to your 80th two years ago, but what was your date of birth? The 23rd of April, 1938. 23rd. I knew it was around then. Okay, thanks. Um, what what was what's what's your what's your earliest memory? Well, I did think about this having listened to Eileen, and my first, I'm surprised that my very first memory was going to Leeds on the bus with my mother to have my photographs taken and. Uh, it, that was at a, a huge store called Lewis's. It wasn't John Lewis, it was Lewis's in Leeds. And it was sort of the place everyone went to from round about. It, in those days, it was 
considered a very big star, a bit like John Lewis is today, I suppose, but this was just called Lewiston. And, and the photographs were called polyphotographs. And I think I was only about three, which I'm amazed at, but I can remember it vividly going up the stairs and going along to get my photographs taken. And I do have a copy of that, <laughs> um, which Keith used to keep a little one in his wallet. Which was, really? That's mm. lovely. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you still have that photo now? Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, I'll have sure. to see that sometime. You will, yeah, yeah. So that was my first memory. Um, but, um, and was that for school or was it for a special occasion or just something that um, your um, parents were? School, just, I suppose, just one of the ones to get the photograph of me. <laughs> Can't think why, but I did. So, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Um, you kind of answered this already, but so uh, my next question was, like, where was the house you grew up in? But obviously that was in Pontefract. But where specifically in Pontefract? It was called. It was. Isn't it strange how you can remember things from like that? But I can't remember what I did yesterday. It was fifteen Church for Plain. It always seemed a long way out of town, but in actual fact, it was under a mile, under a mile. You used to walk into what we call town, of course, the contract town, but it was probably about half a mile, three quarters of a mile, I don't know. Yeah. And and what can you describe the house? Was it like a, a, a Victorian house or was it what what how many no, bedrooms? In, in in those days it, it was considered a modern house. It, you know, it wasn't very old. And as I say it was your traditional it was it was a nice house. It had bay windows and at the bottom of the windows it had uh, black coloured cut glass. Uh, it was really a nice house. What was that black? Did you say black covered something? Sorry? No, it had uh, that we 
became very close. Um, we were so different in nature, and it didn't sort of. I suppose when there's four years difference, you haven't the same things in common, um, and. Um, but, I mean, we got on all right, although we did squabble, but um, I, I, the two of us got closer to June, but then by the time Neville came along, um, and he got old enough, um, I was so much older than him, of course, I used to look after him a lot, uh, because Mum had to go out to work, and... Um, so, yeah. And, and with, with June, was it just like one of those natural, like, sisterly rivalries almost that you oh, clash over things? Oh, yes, yes. I, I did something terrible to her once. I mean, I was far more quick-tempered than she was. But then when you're young, you can't quite think of what to say back. She could always upset me by saying something. And then, and one time... <laughs> On this occasion, she'd been to the um, hairdresser's and her hair done. And I don't know, I was cooking at something in the kitchen and she was going on and on. And we had this bit of a flare up. And I cut some butter in my hand in and I threw it at her. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very ashamed of that. It, 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 it hit her on the head and went all down the hair. And I can really remember a Christ. Look what you've done to myself. <laughs> I mean, we laughed about it years later, but I was always very ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what age would you have been then? Oh, I, I would think, I don't know, Chinese, um, I don't know. She was, she, uh, no, um, no, I might have been a bit older because I think she started work. She would start work when she, when she when he left school. Well, I didn't leave school so early, but June did. And I don't know if she'd be about 15 or 16, so I could have been about 12. Very naughty, very unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you laughed about it when you were older. Yes, we did. But she did wind me up something awful. <laughs> That's my excuse. I think that that's an that's an older sibling's job, right? <laughs> um, what what um what are your memories of the war? Well, very little really, because of course I was only sixteen months. That's that right? First of September, did it? So that'd be about sixteen months, and. Um, so my first memory was, as I say, that when I was three, but um, my memories of the war, I, um, I always feel quite embarrassed saying it, but there were happy years, because fortunately, where we lived, we didn't have any connection with the war. My father wasn't involved in the war. Um, we... Um, my memories are of the camaraderie between neighbours and everything. It was like we were one unit. We 
we were together against this enemy, as it were. At the time, I didn't obviously realise all this. And um, I remember on one occasion, we all had to go in a shelter. You know, we all had to have shelters where we shared one with our next door people. It was in our garden at the back. And it was only, I think we only used it perhaps once or twice during that, unless it happened earlier when I don't remember. But I remember on a couple of occasions going in, uh, very dark, and it, it, it was sort of a bit of excitement in our lives. It sounds dreadful, doesn't it? But um, uh, that's one memory. Um, the other was during the war, my father was one of three brothers and his younger brother. And it, when I realised, it wasn't until I started thinking, they must have been quite young because my mum and dad married quite early. And uh, so my father wouldn't have been that old. So his younger brother came to live with us and it was a three-bedroom house. And he took the small bedroom. So my sister and I had to one of the double rooms and we slept in a double bed together and there again um, I do recall very much being laid in bed with my sister and she said shush she said listen and we could hear it she said that's a German plane <laughs> and I used to be quaking and she said that's a German plane <laughs> <laughs> And, um, but anyway, I don't know if it was or not, but it didn't drop the bomb on us, obviously. Um, the other memory I have is my mother, one of my mother's younger sisters was quite a largest family, my mother's, and Auntie Anne, who only died, she was 90, about five years ago, I think it was. Um, Auntie Anne was in the WASP. The WASP, I think, um, it, yes, I think it was the Women's Auxiliary Air Force. And she was very, very glamorous as Auntie Anne. And during her um, duty as this WASP, she met this American airman. Oh, he was absolutely so handsome. And occasionally they used to come to our house. And what I loved about him more than anything, he had this little, you know how they used to have these little small cases. They didn't have great big cases. And it was little, and he used to bring it and it was full of chocolate. And um, of course we thought this was marvellous because you couldn't get chocolate and such things. And well, that was a very happy memory. Um, and did she did she live close by? No, no, she, at that time, no, she didn't. Um, uh, I'm trying to think where she lived. She ended up living in Derbyshire, but I'm trying to think where she... I'm not quite sure where she lived at that time, but she'd be stationed somewhere, I suppose. I don't know. I yeah. Know, check all these things with them. The thing no. is, 
discuss after the war, really. It's only when you get older, <coughs> excuse me, you start thinking about these things. But, um, yes, there's some memories. Um, but on the whole, I was very happy. Um, the children didn't. And I had a good friend next door who was a boy, but he was my age, called him Jackie Jameson. And his father was, I don't know, he was a colonel or a major or something in the, the army. But and besides, besides that, it sounds like there wasn't many of, besides Auntie Anne, was anyone else? Um, uh, no. Involved, yeah. No, no. You see, mum and dad both came from a mining family, and dad worked in the mine. He um, until he, he he had to leave for ill health. He was never very healthy, my father, but he died quite young. And. Um, yeah, so... Uh, but, 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 but that rationale, and like if people were in the mines, were they then not involved in the war? Was, or was there something like yes, that? Yes, they, they were exempt, you see. Okay, okay. They had to provide the coal. Okay. Um, good, good stuff. Um, next one. I'm changing, changing subjects slightly, but... Can you, where, where was your primary school? Well, it was called Willow Park School. And at the time, I used to think it was miles away. But again, I think it was perhaps half a mile to walk, or half a mile. But when you small, it seems such a long way, doesn't it? But I didn't start school until I was nearly six, because unfortunately, I had rheumatic fever. Um, so I must have been about five when I, when I couldn't start school because of this rheumatic fever. So I, I think I was nearly six when I started school. But yes, it was Willow Park. Uh, and on the, the fever, what, what were the symptoms? Well, rheumatic fever, it's, it, it affects your bones. It's so like, a bit like rheumatism, but it can affect your heart and various parts of your body and with aching. And, and yes, I don't remember, look back and think, oh, I was in such pain. But I do remember being bedridden quite a lot. And um, yeah, so uh, fortunately, I don't look back and think, oh, all that terrible pain. But I, I was obviously quite, in quite a lot of pain. And, um, uh, until until what age? Well, I say until I was I, I didn't start school. We used to start school when you were five, you see. But I didn't start until I was about six, just before I was six, I think. Well, I know I was about six, yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean. Yeah. Um. And uh, it, it sounds like from the war there, you said it sounds like you had really good, you'd really, you'd really good neighbours. Um, 
where, where a lot of these neighbours went, went to the same school? Uh, yes, but unfortunately, uh, there was no, not many girls my age who went to the same, you know, they were from different parts. But um, I, I liked school. Not like my sister, she hated school, but I liked school. Who, who, who were your friends at school, or can you remember who your friends in primary school were? Well, I know I, I know one was called Atwell, and I, I also had a, a, a girl called Mavis, and the three of us used to hang around together. But I would say when I was at home, my best friend was Jackie. I don't know if that was his real name, <laughs> whether it was just Jack or it could be James or anything, but it was old Jackie. And uh, it was quite funny because I was a bit of a tomboy, you know, and I think that's perhaps why I used to, we used to play together at the back of our garden. There was like a small copse of trees and a little stream running by, and we used Jackie and I used to go in there and play. We had some great times. Uh, we had a rope across the swinging across. And, uh, but I, my friends playing out at home, the boys, there was about me and five boys. We, because we were girls. <laughs> and, but when we were together, Jackie virtually ignored me when we were in the gang. <laughs> but then we were, the two of us, we were great pals, but he didn't want to be sort of associated with a girl when when he was with the other boys. So, uh, but great fun, yes. And I used to play cricket and football. <laughs> I was a real tomboy. Is that is that where you got your love of sport? Well, well that's and my father. My father was yeah, very much cricket and football. Yeah. But yes, I, I used to play football with the boys and cricket and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Can you can you describe like a a typical school day as in like, you know, what time would you get up in the morning uh, you know, from then on? I suppose school started at nine, so I'd be out of the house. To, you know, I used to get up and uh, obviously get ready, have breakfast, and toggle off to school. And uh, yeah, I mean, they were much stricter at school than they are now, of course. But I never, I enjoyed school. Um, I uh, got on with my lessons and uh, did very well, I think. I, I, my worst memory of school, which is still very much in my mind, it's amazing. I would be, I would think that it was the last year of junior school. I must have been 10 or 11. And well, this is caught on the coldest power class teacher. 
Not quite like Joe, though. I'm bad, though she was strict, but this particular day, all the children were waiting for her to come around, and they suddenly all started, except perhaps four of us, because as much as I was a tomboy, I was always good at school. My sister was the rogue, but I was always good at school. <laughs> I've done plenty since, but I, I was good at school. And the, the children were all, you know, the, um, <clears throat> the school chairs, the little wooden school chairs. And at the back, the, the back comes up, and at the top, there's sort of two pieces of wood that jut out and they were trying to lift the chairs by the just using these two bits of wood lifting up well it was clattering and all the noise and I thought, Oh gosh, you're going to get into trouble. Well Mrs. Caulfield came in and she was furious. She said, Right and she she made us all have the cane. All of us. I was never so aggrieved. I hadn't been doing it. I never had the cane at all. <laughs> I mean, it hurt, but it wasn't. It hurt me mentally to think I'd been punished for something I hadn't done. So it's strange to tell things like that stick in your mind. Yeah, um, you're guilty by association. Yeah, you're standing there. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's very good. Did Did you have like a, a favorite subject or, or favorite teacher? Um, that's well, I think Mrs. Carcom up until that point had been my favorite teacher, and um, I was always very interested in history and and English. English. Uh, my two favorite subjects, even late, were always English and history. Mm. I'd always been history. I loved history. I used to be, know so much about it. I've forgotten most of it, but I used to know all the. I mean, in the, now history again at schools, I understand it's so much different. But then it was what I call history, you know, really years ago and all the kings, queens from years ago, and, and it was. I loved it. I also enjoyed English. Yeah, and was it was it a case of you you naturally enjoyed it, or you you found it easy as well? Well, a bit of both, I suppose. I didn't find it difficult. I um I didn't find any subject particularly difficult. Not until older school, um, and uh, I, I I did. Yes, I, I did quite well at school. I was, I know my parents were always proud of me. I got good reports, and um, yeah, I, I enjoyed most subjects. I do know my favourite was definitely history and uh, writing and vicious stuff. Yeah. But, okay, you know, I was, I was all right, but it wasn't my favourite subject. And, uh, Geography, of course, I quite like that. I really didn't have the range then of subjects, of course, that I have now. 
and the, the the primary school was a mixed school. Was was secondary school mixed as well? Yes, yes, yes. All my schools were mixed. Yes. Very good. And and you said um, June June left early earlier than you in school. Was there a particular reason for that? Well, yes, because I went on. Well, the biggest disappointment in my life was. I was, you know, we used to do an exam at the end of the junior school called the 11 plus, which got you to grammar school. And, I mean, it was all a foregone conclusion I would go. I mean, I, you know, well, as you probably gathered, I, I was just quite a sickly child. I was forever ill with, I got a lot of colds and flus and uh, and when it came to the exam, I was very ill in bed and couldn't take the exam. So I had to take it later on my own. Now, whether that's an excuse for me, I don't know, but I didn't pass. And that was really a great blow to me. And because my friend at that time, she, we just thought we'd be there together. And I didn't pass, and I, I mean, my parents couldn't, my teachers couldn't believe it. I was so disappointed, but I, in some respects, it was quite, it turned out not so bad, because after I'd been at the senior school for, I don't know, it was about a year, or, let me see, I I was being there two years when I took an exam to get into the technical college, which was very good. And I passed easily to get in there. And that was good because when I went there, I learned shorthand, bookkeeping, typing. Besides the other subjects, you still got, you know, the English and everything. But uh, you got all these technical skills as well. And I did extremely well with all those. And and you wouldn't you wouldn't have got them in the grammar school. Oh no 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 not at all. But if I had gone to the grammar school, that would have been all girls. It was an all girls grammar school. But the technical but, school was mixed. Yes, and oh. uh, I had to travel for that, whereas I would have walked to the grammar school even though it was a long fish walk, because I would have walked there. But um, the, um, the technical college, I used to have to catch a bus. And uh, so that was, it was a good school, though. And I got, <laughs> my claim to fame, I know I got 98% in my bookkeeping. the name of the technical school? It was Technical College. 
and where where was it? At Whitwood, which is um, near Castleford. Okay. Not a million miles away. Just I couldn't walk there. I had to catch a bus, and I used to have to walk into the town. And that used to at that particular time when I had to go. Uh, my father was ill. He'd have to, he had to finish work when he was 42. And my mother had to go out to work. I used to have to see to my brother, Neville, getting ready for school because my mum went out cleaning. She had to be out early. Oh, no, I, no, no, that was a bit later. Sorry, I'm talking at the back. Ignore that. I'm making my use my mind. What it was, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I had to be to go and catch my bus. I had to be out of the house quite early. My mum wasn't there. And my sister at that time was working and she worked for Marks and Spencer's. And I was left with the job of getting her up because whereas I was always up. Always happy, that's early. You would stay in bed forever. So I used to have to get her out of bed. And I remember many times going out of the house almost in tears because I couldn't get her out of bed. <laughs> and um, so that was that. It was later on when my father died that I had to with, um, with Neville. Yeah. And um, who, who were your friends in technical college? Yes, I had um, I had two I had two girls there. One was called Mary, who, um, and I can't remember the, the second name. And the other was called Felicity. Don't to get that name. Uh, yeah, we had great fun, great fun. And I used to play for the uh, netball team. I, I, in fact, I was, this sounds ridiculous. The, I've always been small, and I've been, how did I get in the netball team? And uh, But I used, I used to play for the netball team. <laughs> you must have been one of those fat ones in the middle, right? Probably. Oh, well, I've always been. I'm still fast. I can't do anything slow. So. <laughs> <laughs> and did, like besides netball, did you play any other sports, like yeah. in school? Not at. I don't think we played. Not at school. I don't know. I think I, I can't remember whether we played hockey or not there. But I certainly did. That was the only sport I took part in at. Um, yeah, and uh, I, pr I presume of those, uh, was it Mary and Felicity, did you lose touch over time with them? Yes, unfortunately, yes, because I moved away uh, when, when I got married and then further away, and uh, yes. Yeah, there was no, there was no social media back then, right? Pardon? There was no social media back then. No, of course not. I mean, not like this. No, of course not. So uh, it wasn't that easy to keep in touch. 
Yeah. Um, moving on. What what was uh, what was your mother's name actually, and and how would you describe her as a person? Well, my mother's name was Bertha, and uh, she was very a bit like me, a workaholic. She was very efficient. She was small, as I am. Um, she was very. Uh, she was strict. So would you say you you a similar per more similar personality to your father than to your mother? So in some ways, yes. In in the way that um, we were we were on the same wavelength, Dad and I. <clears throat> you know, he was a softy, as I was softy. Whereas my mother, I think she came from a large family, and she she was hard, and I don't mean she wasn't. You know, she didn't have any emotions in it, but she wasn't as soft as that. But, you know, he was the, always the one I turned to. And, uh, I mean, he was closer to me than June or Neville. Um, and um, I think it was just because we, we thought the same somehow. We were on the same wavelength. A bit like Jane and I are <laughs> on the same yeah. wavelength. So how would you, how would you describe your relationship with your mother? Oh, good, good. But uh, I would say she was the one who uh, was a strict one. So um, I had to do as I was told, or I'd get a slap. <laughs> oh, I told you this about when I was small. I recall that. I want, you know, you didn't have washing machines in those days either. It was, uh, you had a peggy tub, we'll call like a tin tub. What, what's it called, a peggy one? Mm, oh, that's not, just ignore that. Uh, just let it written. It was called a peggy tub. And it was up full of water, soapy water, and you'd put your clothes in, and then there was this, I'm trying to see what it's called, would it be a peggy stick? I'm not sure. Peggy stick, and it was like a long stick, and at the end, it was like a stool at the end almost, with some little legs on as I recall, and you just have to put it in to wash the clothes. You know, you put it up and down in the water with the clothes to get them clean. And I know at one time I fell in the tub. <laughs> I, I must have been really small. So to pull me out, I was obviously wet through, but I got in trouble for that some months. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, I've forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. 
Sorry about that. It wasn't even for me. It was next door. The Rambo Bells. Are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. You were you were talking about um joinery, I think. <laughs> oh yes, yes. So yeah, I forgot. I spent many hours making things. I once made a garage for Neville. And so I was quite happy to enjoy doing You you built a garage for Neville? Yeah, you know, a tall one. Okay. I just can't 
remember if Neville was in, and he wouldn't remember because he would be too young. Yeah, I think it was just June and I, I think. And um, yeah, I think it was probably about eight, seven or eight, something at eight, perhaps. And uh, oh, I, I couldn't get over this sea and sand. Because you didn't have television, of course, so you, you could not see these things other than on pictures. Um, I mean, like when I think what it's like today compared to what it was then, there's no comparison, is there? And, uh, but having said all that, Cahoe, I, I never, I was never deprived, I was never hungry. I mean, in the war, for instance, we kept chickens and. We had Dad did all the gardening, so we did fresh vegetables. Uh, I remember I couldn't eat the chicken because I'd got the you know, we when the dad would eat them and I couldn't because I could be my friends. Hetty the cold one. How ridiculous I can remember her name, poor Hetty. And Mum was furious because I wouldn't treat it. I said, I can't eat it. <laughs> uh, why, why, why wouldn't you eat it, sorry? Well, because I'd been feeding it on a piastro at this hens, and oh, I couldn't eat. Uh, we had quite a few hens, but I didn't eat them because they were my friends. <laughs> <laughs> So it sounds it sounds like overall you'd have you'd a very happy childhood. I did have a very happy childhood. Yes. I always felt guilty saying through the war I was very happy. It makes me feel good I, I shouldn't have been happy, but I was. I had a happy childhood. My parents were very nice. mum was strict but she she was very nice. She, but she was I think she had such a hard life and worked hard. And unfortunately, I lost my father. Young, but uh, that's how I remember. I mean, I was married young, and um, I got on with my own life. But um, yes, I, I, I had a very happy childhood. And uh, I never recall being sad or miserable. I got on with all my friends, and um, oh, it was good. Yeah, it sounds it sounds really good. I think I think we'll leave it there for today. I think that's that's we, we've got more than enough. Are you sure that was all right? <laughs> oh, that was perfect. <laughs> well, well, we'll leave it then. And 